Hello, everyone. This is the Faithful Idiot here. I butchered Tall Hungry Girls podcast during my review, and I felt it was only right to place this here without ruining the integrity of the show. Um, I hope you all enjoy, and just remember to keep an open ear and an open heart. That's the Faithful Idiot's way. But without further ado, please enjoy this freestyle and review of Tall Hungry Girls podcast. I'm back and I may sound probably a little happier than normal, right? I have plans, big plans, big for me. It may be small to someone else, right? A lot of people doing big things in this small world. We're a fish, right? That's what science says, at least. We're something that came from the ocean, and I like the phrase, a big fish in a small pond. I like to think we're a small fish in a small pond, right? But we can do big things, right? That's how I feel about life. That's how I feel about a lot of things I do personally. And yet I feel as though they're not big enough, right? And so I have to see what I can do to essentially make it grander, right? Make it grander. And so I ventured out into different things and I feel I've come to an end. I feel I've come to an end in this particular journey, right? And so I move on to the next. And those ideas you will see, right, come to fruition. I'm not going to tell them here, though. That defeats the purpose, right? That defeats the surprise. But how else do I tell the world, right, if not here? And so I wait and build anticipation and maybe kill it just a little bit, right? But what are we going to talk about today? This one is a particular topic, a particular subject, and a particular review. I was listening to a podcast a very interesting podcast. Um, it's called Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Right? Maybe y'all have heard of it. I liked it because it related to an episode I spoke about, right? Houston Clubbing, part one, part two. Except it's not titled that. <laughs> it's titled something else. Um, and you all know what it is, right? No need for me to go back, or maybe I should. Let's check. I think that would be the appropriate thing to do, right? So, I don't have it memorized, right? You all are used to me speaking. You're used to me just telling you things, right? Referencing. Unfortunately, I've built so many, how do you say, podcasts that it's become, how do you say, a little tedious to remember it. A little impossible. For my mind, at least. Um... And I'm sure some of you understand that, right? You start building things, you get more and more, and eventually trying to grasp those things become a little difficult. And so I have to research. And as I talk to you now, I type in my computer. Hopefully you don't hear the noise. And if you do, please excuse them, right? This is in the good faith of showing you something amazing telling you something amazing and unfortunately it seems as though i cannot get 
to my podcast today. Why is this? Ah, I see what it is. It's because I'm signed into Google on a different account. It doesn't recognize me, so I must go to another. See, this is the important thing of having a Jamie, right? (laughs) Well, what's a Jamie? I'm sure you all know the number one podcast, right? So I pulled it up on my phone and said, readily available. I was worried that the screen pressing would make too much noise. Ladies, gentlemen, and locker room. Surviving nightlife women and Chick-fil-A. Houston clubbing. Oh, you all actually got three parts, right? Those three are connected. They really are. And so this podcast that I'm about to tell you about, A Hungry Girl Talks, right? A Hungry Girl Talks. She speaks on the notion of abuse, right? Relationship abuse. And she had someone pretty fucking famous. The name doesn't come to me, actually, and that's unforgivable. However, the episode did. And so you all can find out for yourselves, right? Go check it out. I promise you it's worth it. Because as I start to review it, I'm going to relate it back to my experience and maybe you'll learn a little bit more about me right so where should i start right i think the best part is to start with the communication right and i'm not going to go in any particular order i feel like that would defeat the freestyle purpose right She speaks on communication, how and when, and her interviewee also speaks about that, how and when it is important to communicate domestic violence, abuse, and the complications that arise with it. What do you mean complications? Well, abuse is interesting, and domestic abuse is more so interesting when it comes to the human mind, right? We love things probably a bit too much. Let's be honest. We probably do, right? And that's okay. That's who we are deep down, I like to think. We love a little too much so that we can maybe change. Maybe get things out, right? Maybe this person isn't all bad. Maybe not. Maybe there's some positivity in here. Maybe this negativity isn't going to consume them. And I won't let it consume me that's important because it's that thought process that keeps us trapped right the ability to change someone we truly believe our words can change someone we truly believe our words can infect someone and they might excuse me that was my water bottle popping words will never hurt me right Sticks and spoons may break my bones. I probably said that reverse, but you understand it greatly, right? I like to think that's not the case. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will hurt me. (laughs) To an extent, right? They will, to an extent. Because we all want to ignore words. We all want to ignore that they affect us. Because physically, they do nothing. But our mind still intakes the impact, right? It is like a shield. It is like a barrier, right? It can only take so much. Will you break? Or will you pull yourself together? 
and save yourself or have someone save you and these are the topics that they consider in this show right of course it's more scientific right they go in depth me i'm giving you a general broad realization of their conversation i'm giving you my thoughts of the conversation but why is that important to me those things that they talk about domestic violence and how and when i've known quite a few people in my life going through domestic violence right i myself a victim right it happens right whether emotionally or physically right one time i told a girlfriend about emotional abuse they didn't really take it seriously right they laughed i'm a guy right so i'm bred and molded to take shit like that right so you won't see me complain but in her show right she talks about that you know but very little right on the guy side cuz she's a woman right surely she's looking out for the female audience and that's fair i think she should i'm a guy so more times than not i'm probably looking out for the guy side of things right the guy side of things and that's good we need to hear the guy side of things right we take in a lot emotional trauma how's it with me not too strong actually right i've endured it and it affected me in a different way i didn't create i kind of just worked right that's what we do we're told don't worry about emotions just work come home pay the bills and keep it going right i do that i'm pretty good at that actually my bills i don't pay anybody else's bills the fuck <laughs> i'm not married or anything so you know that's not something that's on my mind but you know i'll be honest if I'm flirting, I'll pay your fucking bill. <laughs> if I'm flirting, but that isn't like what we know what we're saying, guys, right? Right? That ain't all that's happening. But um, yeah, that's a joke, a serious joke, right? Um, that's just one way though. So emotional trauma doesn't really affect me too much. You can say you hate me, but I'm gonna leave before it affects me. And if it affects me too much, I'm definitely already gone. I'm the type to ghost. I think we all are. I think when we get to the point where we've tried to conversate, where we try to give our thoughts, eventually, if we come to a point, and I came very early on to this point, where I knew my words were useless, but I still enjoyed my words. I still enjoy my poetry, and I still enjoy my art. And that's important to me, right? More so than anything. And it's crazy to say, but my artist like a child if you will i don't have any kids and i don't compare them to kids i just say they're like a kid to me in my heart truly um i just don't have to take care of them as often you know and my thoughts floating around there's so many of them and they are old enough to do very old things right because thought and words are probably the oldest things we have around us continuously it's an interesting thought if you ask me but what about physical abuse, right? Physical abuse is something serious. So is emotional trauma. However, how has that affected me? Well, I'll be the first to tell you. I've only been hit, right? A few times. Consecutively, for sure. <laughs> it left a scar on my head. And it's still there i feel it every now and again if 
from scratching my head. And the thought is immediate, right? It brings me back to a time I was younger. It was probably the most time I saw that much blood. And I wasn't afraid. That was weird, right? I think I was in shock. It was weird. There was so much blood. And I thought to myself, like, yo, this is fucking crazy. I was like, I've never seen this much. Like, you guys don't understand how much. And so when people tell me about physical um, abuse, I don't ever bring up mine. I tell them, yeah, I got a scar from it, but that's all I go to. Um, they don't need to hear the rest, right? I sound like a fucking crazy person. I was wondering if I was crazy at first because I was like, man, there's so much blood. But and then people ask, hey, how do you how are you about blood? And I was like, well, I'm OK with it. <laughs> and so that physical stress has probably allowed me to be OK with blood um, more so than other people. I've seen a lot. Um, but I've never seen anybody get shot or anything. So you know, I've never seen that much blood or somebody get blown in half, right? Um, there was that one time though on YouTube, they were doing that crazy stuff overseas, right? And YouTube got in trouble for that, right? Sure enough, they did. They were doing some weird shit and allowing some weird shit to be on there, right? We know what we're talking about. I don't need to say it, right? It's awful, it's terrible. But how does that affect me? Not the YouTube. But the blunt force trauma, I don't know. Moving forward, I had a weird way of perceiving life. I thought to myself, well, I mean, that moment's gone, right? You know, you live and get stronger, which I did. I started going to the gym, so I don't have a problem anymore, right? <laughs> I walk around pretty fucking big for myself, you know? You're going to have to fight me. You're going to have to earn it. Um, that's how I feel about it. Um, but... Like all things, I'm very good at keeping secrets, right? So I've probably only told a few about this experience, right? Just a few. And those that know will know. And those that don't won't, right? That's the cool thing. That's the best thing. Um, of course, things can get out. And people can analyze and people can think, right? They can make conclusions however they were believing and not truly knowing. And I don't know, you know, how that affects me. It's made me stronger for sure. I don't know how, right? But maybe someone does know how. Um, I can break down examples all day, which I will, right? That's what this podcast is about, right? Kind of. But let's move on, right? I've told you enough about that. Maybe you all can analyze that about me and just understand me a bit more. I think there's people that go through worse things, right? That was one experience. I think they feel really bad about it. I think they felt very idiotic about it. But I'm empowered about it, right? I think we're all cursed with our choices, and we call them demons, right? I think that's poetic. We're going. We're getting away from that, though. We're getting away from the term demons, right? Starting to call it mental health issues. That's what I think. I think they're one and the same. But let's move forward. All right. Because there was something else I mentioned and there was something else they mentioned rather. And that I thought about it and I was dating and the power of initiative. What do I mean by that? Dating and the power of initiative. That's quite curious. Curious little thing. And that's the initiating of dating, right? Traditions, right? I told you all about traditions. I'm not really a traditional kind of person. I'm not a fan of birthdays. I'm not a fan of holidays. 
though I do enjoy cooking and I love the idea that it brings us together. So I think in those cases, those are necessary. In those cases, birthdays are necessary. I think people of the past, our ancestors, knew that we needed things like this to cope. So we don't want to destroy those things, right? They're good for us. They bring loved ones together, which is all we really have until the end, right? And then we're off to some other existence. I truly believe that. So stay positive. Stay cheery. This isn't the end. <laughs> if you ask me, this is the beginning. Turn those frowns upside down. But dating in the power of initiative. You can see how we get soundtracked, sidetracked, right? So many thoughts. This podcast is also a point to myself. How brave am I? Of course, you all will find out soon. But dating in the power of initiative. What does that mean? I wondered that because they talked about essentially guys going up to girls, right? And holding the powers. When they initiate the conversation. Hey, how are you? My name is Broderick. Hey, it's a crazy party, right? Hey, what are you here for? Hey, 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 hey. They probably get a million of those fucking haze, right? You're trying to be the one that stands out. How do you do it? Well, maybe you don't have to. Right? Maybe they'll come up to you. I like that idea. I do. I'm glad they mentioned it. I do. I get fucking tired of getting rejected. <laughs> it's not that I'm not a bad looking guy. It's just, come on. How many times do I have to essentially listen Right to know, yeah, you grow a callus over it, guys. Get over it and just do it. In college, I probably asked out like four girls uh, in total. I know that doesn't sound like a lot. Um, I probably smash like what? Yeah, we say smash. Get over it. Y'all say it too. I've seen y'all. Um, probably maybe six, seven. Not a big number. Not the numbers I be hearing on like Hollywood, like sixty hundred. It's probably true though. I mean. Kind of easy to fuck, so I don't doubt it. My roommate was fucking nearly every night, and I thought, you definitely have something. But that was a joke. <laughs> I didn't like my last roommate, actually. Um, actually, I did like my last roommate. I didn't like my roommate before the last. My last roommate was cool. He actually did me a favor by taking my dishes, because I told him I was throwing it out. Yes, I'm very wasteful. Forgive me, planet lovers. I was young and senseless. Now I know to donate my things rather than just throw them in a pile of garbage. But if you canceled me, I would have never known that, right? I would have never had the opportunity to learn because your hate and vitriol would destroy me before I got to see the errors of my ways. And I think that's what our culture is leading to. It's so sad to see it. But y'all were wondering how it would connect this back to the theme. And now you all see. <laughs> but that power, right? Guys going up to girls, controlling the conversation, submitting to the conversation. I don't know. Some girls like playing hard to get. Some girls like that tradition. And fair enough, they should. If they fit that description for you, then let them be. If they don't, then let them be, right? But you'll never know if you don't try don't be afraid of failure. You might be surprised. 
at the small successes that you may achieve, right? I used to be caught up looking at the grand scheme and the grand success and, oh man, I'm not like this person, I'm not like that person, right? Comparing myself to others, not others comparing me to others, I don't really care what people think, right? I've learned to accept that being a guy. I find it a little difficult for women to have that mindset, right? But they'll get there. They're on the track there, right? It's a slow process. And we may crash and burn before they get there, but we will get there together, right? Together. So I advise you guys listening to me, which I know it's a lot of you, right? Go listen to her podcast, right? Take the other side. Because if you're listening to me, surely you have the aptitude and the wherewithal to hear an opposite voice, right? I know I did. And I'm not going to lie, there were points where I was like, eh, but I'm like, eh, with everybody. <laughs> there's not one person I 100% agree with, and there's not one person I'm never not upset at. I get upset at my friends all the time, whether I tell them that or not. And sometimes I express it, right? That goes into the power struggle, though, right? And they ask those questions and they bring those questions up just listening to their podcast. That's how I thought about things. Am I willing to accept their opinion? Am I willing to accept their logic? And the short answer is yes, I am. Do I agree with everything? No, but for the most part, it sounded pretty fucking good. Now, I am stuck in traditional ways at times. I love introducing myself to women. I love talking myself up and motivating myself but sometimes i also realize that it can be staggering it can be paralyzing right i think i mentioned that in one episode unfortunately i can't remember right those thoughts a million ideas going into your head your eyeballs rolling in the back of your head trying to figure out and look at your fucking thoughts and which one would be more accurate you just gotta hope nobody fucking saw you in the process because now you just look like a stone jackass <laughs> it's a joke Right, spazzing on a fucking bus or some shit, trying to figure out the words to say, gargling up words. You know, how do you tell this girl you're a publisher out there without being a little too weird, right? Everybody writes books. No, they don't, but they do. And there's a million out there. There's a billion out there. What makes you so special? What makes you so infatuating? We ask that on both sides, right? And sometimes we may not feel good enough to accept the love of others. I feel like that all the time. I push people away. I lock myself in places because sometimes the stress is too much. That's okay though. You know, it just takes me a while. I think, I write, I art, I create. And then I love. Women. <laughs> and enjoy it, right? <laughs> um, Life is weird. We have a lot of pleasures, right? And it's hard to satisfy them all. Career pleasures, success pleasures, artistic pleasures, um, food pleasures, entertainment pleasures. So many. How do we consume it all? How do we deal with it all, right? And make sense of it all? I don't think you should on certain things. I think the only thing that should make sense are the arts, the sciences, right? How can we go to the next side of the world? 
the next universe, the next planet. All right. Love is a chaotic thing. Dating is a chaotic thing. And it goes back to the first point, right? Communicating how and when. Notice how I just connected the two topics, right? Dating and initiative, communicating how and when, right? Just communicating how and when. Not the violence. Not yet. That's important because we can't do what? Now we get there. We can't control people, right? We can't control someone lashing out against us. We can only react or be proactive, right? Proactive. You have to find the strength in yourself because others will come and others will be there. But the strength in you in accepting their help, in accepting their love, their care is upon you. So you are not choiceless. It may feel like you're choiceless. It may feel you have no options. You've been beaten out of options, but you're not. You're more terrified than you know. That's why they hit you, right? That's why they talk you down, right? That's why you call you a piece of shit. You know, you'll never amount to anything. You're going to live out your life like me. And if not, I'll bring you down there. I'll do everything in my power to show you I'm right. I'll do everything in my power to burn you down, right? To teach you a lesson so that you never act that way again. Because if you do, you bring trouble to me. And if you bring trouble to me, that's bad right something like that that's how I perceive it that's how I've seen it that's how I witnessed it that's how I experienced it so what do you do with that right knowing that how and when and knowing that you can't control somebody right knowing you can't control the conversation knowing you can only react or be proactive well you choose one or the other you either be proactive or reactive right <laughs> it's not a rule book a blueprint on life right dating in the power of initiative we've set the tone will you submit to my conversation you don't have to submit to anything you can just be a part of the conversation right it can just be a conversation it can just be intellectual dialogue it can be intellectual love right it's a different thing intellectual love is a different thing we're not quite there yet but I think we're getting there. Um, intellectual love, right? I think this podcast, the one she speaks on, Tall, Hungry Girl, I really hope I'm saying her podcast right. Otherwise, I'm going to send you somewhere else. Because when I was looking, it most definitely, most definitely sent me somewhere else because I wasn't typing it in right. So how about this? Even though we're so many minutes in, so many seconds in, how about I pull it up? Joseph, if you're listening, I have a joke for you. You're going to laugh. <laughs> because it's true. The name of this episode is Limitless Transformation. All right. And her name is Tyra Hayes. That's what I'm going to call her. Tyra Hayes. Tall, hungry girl. Tallhungrygirl.com podcast limitless transformation after escaping domestic violence i hope i didn't say that too low i don't think so the speaker system is really good i actually have it farther than normal 
Because when I laugh, I tend to breathe. And when I breathe, it tends to come out and throw itself upon the mic. Uh, there's some jokes there. <laughs> but anyway, Tahara Hayes is another way of saying it. Regardless, tall, hungry girl, find her and love her podcast. What do I want to speak on? Was that everything? I think so. Um, it's very hard to remember. They spoke about a lot. And all of it touched me in ways that I don't understand. Um, but I think if I had to leave on a powerful note, it would be the conversation with yourself, right? Having a conversation with yourself. And that's essentially one of the topics that circles around the entire topic. Right. Because before you can control a conversation, right, before you can initiate a conversation, right, before you can know when and how to approach someone with your troubles or with your approaches, right, or with your queries, inquiries or pleasures, you need to have that conversation with yourself. Right. You need to talk to yourself. You need to motivate yourself. You need to depend on yourself. You need to know that you have your own back. Because without having your own back, how can you have someone else's? Right? How can you be confident in your next step? Calm down. Breathe. Count. Be happy. Love yourself. And go talk to them. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole because someone was an asshole to you. And you might find greatness in the next person you speak with. In more ways than one. And those ways depend on the individual, right? It's just my personal opinion on it. Um, Tyra Hayes, I apologize if I said your name wrong. I apologize if I said your podcast wrong. But surely it's right now. Tall, hungry girl. Go check it out. This has been a review from The Faithful Idiot. Free of charge. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'd like to thank you for coming out and listening. Special shout-outs to Vontae for producing the background music. And special shout to Joseph for being the audio mixer. Um, if you'd like to know more or find more, then visit my new website, Broderick Lacey-Hudson. Or find me on Instagram as The Faithful Idiot. Or Spotify as The Faithful Idiot. Or YouTube as the faithful idiot. Look at that. So many choices. Decision making, right? Always tied together. But pick one or pick them all. And I'll see you next time.